Well, happy Friday, everybody. We've come to the end of another week of these uh, daily video devotions. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yesterday, I was in the woods because I told you I'm ready to be outside and ready for spring. Today, I'm in the snow because if it's going to be cold, give us some snow. We haven't had a good snow all year, and my family and friends in Kentucky have had some. We haven't here in South Carolina, so let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. But anyway, today we are in Genesis chapter 35. If you have your Bible, I hope you've opened it already to that chapter and read it. And um, as I read this chapter, what really jumped out at me is the, the beginning of the story, because you'll remember uh, from yesterday when Jacob's two sons, Simeon and Levi, murdered all the men in this town where one of the residents had raped their sister. Uh, Jacob said, you brought a lot of trouble on me. I'm odious to everybody around here. They'll attack us. So we've got to move. So they, they moved to a different part of the promised land. They moved north, if you will. And um, in chapter 35, uh, in verse 1, <clears throat> excuse me, Jacob says, we're going to move up to Bethel, where I had that encounter with God. Remember the ladder and the angels going up and down and so on. And in verse 2, this is what grabbed my attention. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods which are among you, and purify yourselves and change your garments. Then in verse 3, let's get up and go. And then in verse 4, So they, they gave to Jacob all of the foreign gods which they had, and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak tree. So, um, there, there in, near Shechem. Um, when I'm reading these chapters and I, and I come on this verse that all of a sudden all the people who were part of Jacob's group, his family and his servants and, and, and all of that, <clears throat> and he says, hey, give me all your foreign gods, all your idols. They had idols. And, and it wasn't a secret because they were wearing earrings. He says, give me, and, and they gave, gave him the rings that they wore in their ears, earrings that were indicative of them worshiping pagan gods, pagan idols, and some of them were wearing garments or clothing that were connected with false religion. Just don't see that coming. I mean, um, wow. It wasn't like there was one or two people in the group, but a lot of them apparently of Jacob's tribe had these idols, these pagan gods. It just really catches you off guard. But then I remember, back in chapter 31, when uh, Jacob, along with his two wives, Leah and Rachel, and their two maids, all the kids and all of Jake, Jacob's servants and possessions, leave Haran, uh, Laban, the father of his two wives, and they begin the journey uh, to Canaan. You remember that in chapter 31, in verse 19, uh, Rachel stole the household idols that belonged to her father. So Rachel, as they begin the journey to the promised land, steals the idols that her father had, which meant that Laban was syncretistic because Laban knew the God of Abraham and Isaac and the family, but he also was worshiping other gods. He was blending them, which is what a lot of people today do. We want to put all these different religions together and create our own thing. God does not prove of that. Uh, so she steals her dad's idols and then when he, remember in, later in chapter 31, he uh, uh, chases them down and he's, he says somebody stole my idol and uh, Jacob says, whoever stole it, if you find the idol, 
uh, then the one who stole your idol will die. He didn't know Rachel had stolen them. And when uh, Laban goes in Rachel's tent, she's sitting on a bag that has the idols hidden in them. And she says, I'm having my monthly you know, cycle and uh, can't stand up. And so he doesn't look in that bag. And so she lies to her dad and she keeps these idols. Here's the point. Rachel, the wife that Jacob loved so much, uh, there's no evidence that she loved God. Did you hear what I just said? The evidence is she brought these pagan idols with her to the promised land. Maybe beautiful Rachel that stole Jacob's heart that he loved so much was not all that spiritual herself. She brought these pagan idols and it and it just spread throughout the family. That in some ways, spiritually, she had more influence than Jacob did. Here's the point. Who you marry matters. If you want a family that's more than just, hey, I'm kind of religious, a family that's more aware, we kind of go to church, you want a real family, who you marry matters. A family that loves Jesus, who you marry matters. And for those of you who are young, you need to have some Christian dating standards. And I say to young people who are single, whether you're a young adult, college student, or you're a 24, 28-year-old career person, or you're a teenager, if you want if you want a spouse who loves Jesus, then don't date anybody who doesn't love Jesus. Uh, because you may end up in a situation like Jacob and Rachel where she, she, she loved her idols. And boy, when Jacob needed to flee, they all had idols. Um, who you marry matters. If you want to love Jesus, date people who love Jesus. Um, that's the word this Friday. Looking forward to uh, this uh, Sunday as we worship uh, Christ. And uh, then next Monday as we continue these devotions through the book of Genesis, we'll be in chapter 36. God bless you. You have a great weekend.